Coming up, Tyler Anderson takes a no-hitter into the ninth, and the Blue Jays walk off thanks to Vlad Jr. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got all of our hosts here to recap everything for you in a day in baseball. Yesterday, if you didn't stay up late to watch the Dodgers and Angels last night, you missed a great game. And we start out with our best performance from Tyler Anderson. The best performance. Tyler Anderson got an inning away from a no-hitter at Dodger Stadium Wednesday, but had Mike Trout and Shohei Otani standing in his way. Struck out Trout, but Otani drove a hit into right field to end an outstanding start. Locked on Dodgers tells you what you need to know from the win that almost meant a lot more. Well, no pitcher has ever faced Mike Trout and Shohei Otani four times in the same game, and kept them both hitless those four times, and unfortunately, that remains true. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Tyler Anderson, eight and a third, no hit innings before Shohei Otani broke it up with a triple of the ninth inning. Otani came in to score, so Anderson's final line, eight and a third, one hit, one run allowed, just a dominant performance. 123 pitches, which for the Dodgers, you know, Dave Roberts is somewhat famous for pulling pitchers during no hitters. We're going to talk a lot on tomorrow morning's show about the difference and why Tyler Anderson was allowed to go for it when Clayton Kershaw and Ross Stripling and Rich Hill before him were not. Uh, Some good reasons and a lot to talk about there, but just a dominant performance. The Dodgers sweep the Angels in this little two-game series, outscoring them 6-1 to in the series. The Angels, Dodgers starting pitchers in this series, 14 and two-thirds innings, two hits allowed. Just dominant performance from the Dodgers starting pitching. Craig Kimbrell came in and closed the door. Lots to talk about. Most of it's going to be about Tyler Anderson. So be sure to check out Locked On Dodgers first thing in the morning. Make us your first listen every day. The LA Angels didn't have any answers for Anderson, and our Locked On Angels host hopes the team is quick to regroup after nearly being no hit. Well, you know it's bad when you're celebrating a loss because you almost got no hit and it was broken up. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Lockdown Angels. Man, we were almost no hit by Tyler Anderson, who went eight and a third. The guy was dealing. There were a couple of errors that didn't get counted as hits, and so he technically had a no-hitter into the ninth inning, but that was broken up by a Shohei Otani triple. Once again, Shohei Otani saves the Angels and does it with a triple, extending his hit streak to 10 games. I don't know what else to say other than this is just another display of sad offense from the Angels. It's been really bad lately. I don't know. These guys need to have a conversation about the offense with their hitting coaches because they have been slumping. Uh, Reed Detmers went, let's see, three and two thirds of, of the game. He gave up four runs on two home runs, uh, one to Trey Turner and one to Will Smith a three-run home run. And so uh, it's just, uh, again, uh, putting us in the hole at the beginning of the game is not the way to start a game, especially against a tough team like the Dodgers. 
And I really hope that things start to turn around because I almost wanted a no-hitter because it couldn't get any worse than that, right? But something's got to spark this team, and and there needs to be some moves made. This offense is just not effective. They're heading up to Seattle to take on the Mariners. Five games over four days, so it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Mike and I are going to cover it all for you on Locked on Angels, so tune in wherever you get your podcasts or join us on YouTube. The Phillies went from being a strike away from getting shut out to winning with a walk-off home run all in one pitch. Locked on Phillies was more than excited after Phillies stole the win. <laughs> Are you serious? Did that just really happen? No, it couldn't. Um, Connor Thomas, your host of Locked on Phillies. <laughs> the Phillies get shut out all day. They're dead to rights. They're down to their final strike. And backup catcher, lefty on lefty. Garrett Stubbs, who has like maybe 35 at-bats on the year. He's got like one home run ever. It's an absolute tank to right field. And the Phillies walk it off, their second walk-off win of the series. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got to be you got to be kidding me. You can't. You, you, that, you, that can't be real. That can't just happen. I'm, I must be sleeping, and I'm going to wake up, and they're going to have lost one nothing. There's no way that's real. There's no way it's real. What an outing by Kyle Gibson to get him to that point. Uh, what a defensive performance. Alec Bowman with a great catch to get them to that point. But Garrett Stubbs, hero. He's, he's Superman with a mustache. <laughs> Love it. Coming up, the White Sox took care of the Tigers and Vlad Guerrero Jr. walks off for the Blue Jays. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market, made with 100% real chocolate. Their newest mud pie flavor comes in regular, as well as marshmallow puffs. Make sure you check it out. Head over to Built.com, use our promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Just use that LOCK15 promo code at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. The Chicago White Sox dominated the Detroit Tigers on both sides of the ball as we continue our look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Chicago White Sox destroyed the Detroit Tigers on Wednesday afternoon, 13 to nothing. The White Sox swept the three-game series and now have an off day on Thursday. But that Wednesday game, 13 runs, 22 hits. Yohan Mankata was 5 for 6 in the game, a triple short of the cycle. By far the best game of his year. Jose Abreu staying hot against Detroit with another 4-hit game. Uh, Sox used 3 pitchers, only gave up uh, 4 hits. It was just a game that the Sox desperately needed and a series that hopefully uh, can get some momentum going as they head into a big weekend series against Houston. The Reds couldn't support their starter enough on offense to get him a win against the Diamondbacks on Wednesday. Our Locked On Reds host tells you how the Diamondbacks fought back to keep Cincinnati from sweeping the series. Well... I guess you just can't win them all in the desert, now can you? Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast, here to tell you about the fact that the Arizona Diamondbacks avoided the sweep at the hands of the Reds by winning 7-4. to four. And it really was a spoiling of another good start. Luis Castillo pitched well, 
His fielding did him no favors, and the lineup didn't help him either, but Luis Castillo pitched well. Speaking of fielding, that continues to be a consistent problem. We talked about inconsistency with the Reds this year. There's a consistent problem with fielding. A lot of routine plays that were botched in this one. Now, there were a couple of nice ones. Brandon Drury barehanding a ball and getting an out on a play that he really had no business making. So that's nice to see. And on that one play, it told me all I need to know. Brandon Drury is the best fielding third baseman on this roster. It's really that bar is super low, so... Congrats, Brandon. But overall, just not the best of days for the Reds at the ballpark. Kind of one of those days you chalk up to the baseball gods, just not wanting the Reds to win at all. Great to see an RBI double from Jonathan India. We'll talk all about this and more with Millard Thomas from the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast as we kind of do a post-mortem on the season series between the Reds and D-backs. The Cardinals got their ace back off the injured list yesterday, but Jack Flaherty didn't look quite like himself in the short outing. Lockdown Cardinals says there's nothing to worry about after just one start. St. Louis Cardinals fall 6-4 to four to the Pittsburgh Pirates in the series finale, but still take the series 3 out of 4. And the biggest takeaway from this game is to not panic about Jack Flaherty. I am Lucas Smith, host of the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Jack Flaherty is really anticipated return was a little bit unsuccessful, or at least a lot underwhelming, as he only is able to muster three innings, gives up four runs. Defense didn't help him, I understand that, but let's not panic about Flaherty. He didn't look good. I'm not here to say he looked great and that everybody who's saying he looked bad is wrong. What I am saying is that it's just one start. It was his first time back at the major league level. It was a hot, humid day at Bush. It's going to be okay. I am still not overly worried about Jack Flaherty. He does this two or three more times, then we can have a conversation about Jack Flaherty not pitching to his ability. But he has the ability to be an ace. Let's be patient with Flaherty. Bottom line, Cardinals still take three out of four against the Pirates. They take five out of seven overall against the Reds and Pirates over the weekend and into this week, moving to Boston now with a little bit of momentum. So Jack Flaherty's not worried about him. Let's move on to Boston as the Cardinals travel to Fenway to take three against the Red Sox. Be sure to tune in to the next episode of Locked on Cardinals. I will elaborate on my thoughts on Flaherty and more. The Orioles dropped one in extra innings and had to watch the Blue Jays celebrate a walk-off in Toronto. But our Locked on Orioles host still had some positives to take away from a hard-fought loss. Somehow, I'm not even phased by that Orioles loss. In fact, I come out with a mostly positive outlook as the Orioles lose 7-6 in extra innings in Toronto on Wednesday night. Vlad Guerrero Jr. with the walk-off single in the 10th. Now, kind of upset the Orioles decided to sack bunt in the top of the 10th with Jorge Mateo and leave it up to Ryan McKenna, not known for his bat, to try and give the O's the lead. It obviously backfired. They don't score their own zombie runner, and the Blue Jays score theirs in the bottom of the 10th, the win. But other than that, Orioles' bullpen was fantastic. Ryan Mountcastle hits two home runs. Orioles erase a 5-0 deficit to tie the game. Adley Rutschman hits his first career bomb. A lot of positives to come out of a one-run loss to Toronto, but I'll break it all down on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Yankees won again, this time behind one of their aces, while also making the Rays pay for their mistakes. Locked On Yankees explained everything post-game. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Rays 4-3 at the stadium. Nestor Cortez rebounded from his iffy start against the Twins. Wasn't overpowering, wasn't dominating, only lasted five and one-third. 
but he only gave up one run on three hits. He walked three, struck out four, and the Yankees got to Shane McClanahan, but really because his defense betrayed him. He only gave up one earned run, but he gave up four because of his defense. So the matchup of two of the best pitchers in baseball went to the Yankees tonight. Aaron Judge hit his 25th home run. Kyle Higashioka hit a home run because I've done nothing but complain about him this past week. You're welcome, Kyle. And Clay Holmes picked up his 11th save and threw his 30th straight scoreless inning. It's a good night for the Yankees. I'll have a full recap of this game on the next Locked on Yankees and a preview of the series finale between the Yankees and Rays, which happens on Thursday night. The Houston Astros beat the Rangers and did something that may have never been done before in the process. Our Locked On Astros and Rangers host goes over Houston's 9-2 win in Arlington. Well, folks, miracles do happen. This is H-Town Wheelhouse with Locked On Astros. And I'm not talking about the miracle of beating the Rangers because we know that's no miracle. We're talking about two immaculate innings from two different pitchers. And they struck out the same three batters in the second inning and seventh inning. And I'm talking about Luis Garcia and Phil Maton. Not only that, Martin Maldonado had a great game today, two for four with three RBIs, a two-run home run, which is an absolute tank into the second deck. Yuli Gurriel added with the home run. Kyle Tucker added to his hitting streak of 14, and the team looked like they were having fun. A happy flight back will be had, and Thursday, the off day to rest, and we update you on the latest Locked on Astros episode. Go to YouTube, check it out, subscribe to our channel, and make sure you listen to us on your way to work and on your way home from work. Remember, we're your team every day, Ghostros. What an absolute trash bag of a baseball game. The Rangers lose 9-2, lose the series against the Astros, and, you know, they had their chance at a winning series. And by the start of this one, it was already over. I'm Bryce Petticosa, locked on Rangers. A 9-2 loss for the Rangers. They went down 6 to nothing in the top of the first inning, and that was it. That was it. Tyson Miller was in the game to start, and uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be on this team very much longer. Four hits, two walks, six runs. All of them were earned. Jesus Tinoco came in and limited the damage, went two and a third innings, only allowed a, a walk, didn't allow any runs. And then Colby Allard is the real hero of the game, only allowed three runs. All those were on home runs. Five innings pitched, though, saved this bullpen who has been just in a, a bad way as of late when we saw what John King did last night. We saw them in extra innings over the weekend and a bullpen game again today after a bullpen game the last time through the rotation. Please get well soon, Glenn Otto. This was an absolute dumpster fire of a baseball game for the Rangers. One of the two runs came on a Corey Seager home run, literally like an hour after I just completely lambasted him so uh maybe i'll do that again tomorrow and and he'll do something else ezekiel duran had a double or those garcia had two hits that was it that was the entirety of the rangers offense oh also Corey seager had a walk so yeah literally five base runners in this one horrendous offense horrendous pitching it's over rangers head to detroit where hopefully they can beat up on those tigers because this series is one they most definitely want to wash the taste of out of their mouths that's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.